Dude, Alec Kuse on the mic, dude. AC Sports, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I gotta do my I gotta do my extra emphatic Mac Daddy Cuse impression so the boys really know it's me. That's the only way of them now. So I'm getting a little misted, you know. I got a handle of Canadian mist in the right hand. Imported from Canada, 40% alcohol, 80 proof, 1.75 liter. A blend known for its mellow character and smooth taste. As always, we're brought to you by Canadian Mist, the unofficial sponsor of our podcast. But officially unofficial. Officially unofficial. It's in, it's in the works for sure. Because we do it for the boys, always and forever. All right, so this is our uh, debut podcast. We're not really sure how this is going to go. We kind of have a rough outline, but we're going to work our way through it. And at the end, of course, after you guys listen to it, we'll get your feedback. We'll work on things and uh, see see what works and what doesn't. So I think to start out, we are just going to run through the uh, four major AZ sports. We're going to give you some, uh, some takes and some opinions on each of them and how things are going. And we'll do each one around five minutes to hit that 20-minute mark to keep it nice and short for you guys. And a lot of you are busy throughout the week. Does that sound for you, Q? Does that sound good? Dude, I've never been so jacked in my freaking life, bro. <laughs> this, is a, this is a hot take podcast, so uh, trigger warning, especially for uh, those of you that aren't ready to hear some of the things we have to say. Looking at California Bruner over there. Soft. Bruner's getting out of California, though, so, you know. He yeah, might, it's he true. Might... He, 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 he got smart, bro. Why be seven-ply when you can be two-ply, bro? Stay rough. It's... Stay tough. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. So let's start out with the uh, the current teams that are playing. I think we should start with the uh, the new-look Phoenix Suns Valley Boys. Uh, they got the new Valley jersey, which is absolute fire. Um. The biggest changes we made in the offseason was we got rid of Ricky Rubio and replaced him with CP3. Cuse, what are your thoughts so far in the early season on CP3's impact? Listen, 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 Alec. I know that Ricky Rubio was your guy because you are Ricky Rubio. But CP3 is the freaking man, dude. And it's so clear to me, especially after last night's game versus the Grizzlies. First of all, bad loss. Bad, bad loss. Booker, 5 for 21. Come on, bro. You're better than that. Stop focusing on Kendall, all right? I'm over it, dude. Kendall Jenner. Listen, I don't want to attack Kendall. I'm sure she's a nice lady. She's not Paul George. You know, she's she's good character, people. Comes from the Jenners. But, dude, focus on the game, bro. Booker's the worst. Booker's the worst part of the team. DeAndre Ayton. I'll let Alex chime in here after this. DeAndre Ayton. If he's aggressive, he's going to carry this team. I agree. If he played like he did last night, I mean, that he's the only reason we were in that game because we were just trying to give it away. And it's frustrating. I understand the frustration of a lot of the other people out there. I'm an I'm a eight and homer because of the U of A ties. But if he plays like he did last night, he had four dunks last night. He oh had the dunks are seven, so hot, Alec. They're so hot. The entire season before that, like it's it's almost like he forgot he was the biggest guy out there, and he can just bully people around. So I think it's, that's huge. But I think you're right, man. I mean, even with Aiden doing as as well as he did last night, if he continues forward and the rest of the team, especially Booker, doesn't play up to their caliber, we're not going to win many games. And I, I just wonder if it's a Kardashian curse or if something's going on with Booker. But he does not look like himself. 
He's not himself, dude. And De- I agree, dude. DeAndre Ayton, most frustrating player on the Suns right now because if he plays like he did last night, we're a top three team in the West. Top I three agree. team. Top three team. He's, when he's aggressive, when he understands he's the biggest man on the floor, and he should just be he, – he should be throwing people around. Dude. He should be like Hakeem Olajuwon back in the day, just waving his finger in people's faces, dude. That's what I want to see on DeAndre Aiden. And if we see that DeAndre Aiden, top three seed. I agree. I agree. I mean, 18 boards, 16 rebounds, three assists. He's great on defense, but just night in, night out, you don't know which Aiden you're going to get, and that's, that's got to change. And I think Chris Paul, dude, I, the reason why I love the Chris Paul acquisition, acquisition going back to the first part of the question is because Chris Paul is going to be on DeAndre's Aiden's ass like no other before, dude. Like no other. And you can see it because he's actually shown flashes of hyper-aggressive. But, oh, that oop, that oop last night was sick. That's the first time I've seen him do that. Oh, it's so hot. And obviously, season's still early, dude. So team chemistry is still being built. That week off, total shit, dude. Talk about worst thing to possibly ever happen to the Suns. Dude, we are rolling all of a sudden a week off. Then we hit the hot Grizzlies. Yeah, and thanks, Adam Silver, for allowing us to play against the Wizards. And then after the fact, we have to sit out three games. because Not even because of positive tests in our organization, but contact tracing. The clown move. Dude. He's, dude, absolute clown. But also, real quick, I feel like we have to touch on this. Former Suns alumni, Steve Nash, head coach. What do we think of those Nets? Oh, that's a good transition. Um, I think that there is absolutely no coaching that needs to be done with that team. So as much as I love Steve Nash, I think that team goes as the the prima donna stars go. We'll see. With uh, They look pretty good so far with KD and and, uh, James Harden. But with Kyrie coming back, that could mess things up hard. I did. Low-key, Kyrie Irving is the Kanye West of the NBA. He <laughs> left LeBron to become Batman, and instead he has become Alfred the Butler. <laughs> that is perfect. That's, uh, that's yeah, absolutely I, I, I true. Because Steve Nash did so much for the city of Phoenix and that, that 07 Suns, the run he had from 05 to 2010. Was, I mean, the most fun I think basketball has ever been for me personally, and I'm sure for a lot of other Phoenicians as well. Dude, I, I completely agree. And, in fact, I bet the the Nets are going to be the one seed in the East, uh, guaranteed. But, you know, I'll let you transition it away from whatever you want to do next. Oh, yeah. So let, let's bring it back real quick to the Suns and we'll move on. Uh, so we, we've talked about the issues they're having and hopefully they can get some consistency and some chemistry. So right now we – It's so early, dude. It's too early to tell, bro. Give us 20 games. That's much – It is early. But even though it's early, I'm going to make you talk about this. We're 7-5 and five right now, currently in a playoff spot, but not as high as we have been. Again, very early. So what are your predictions for this team? Where do we finish at the end of the year? Ooh, that's tough. That's tough. If Booker can figure out the Kendall Jenner situation <laughs> and DeAndre Ayton becomes – like he seriously needs somebody to slap him in the face – and turn him green every game, and we would easily – we I mean, not easily, but we're a three, top three seed. I think we're a top three team talent-wise. Cam Johnson, Mikael Bridges off the bench. Mikael right now is our best player, which is upsetting, but also Absolutely. awesome at the same time because he's a freak. But Cam Johnson starting the other night? No, dude. We need Jay yeah. Crowder. We need DeAndre Ayton being aggressive. We need Chris Paul dishing. We need Booker making shots. And Bridges and Johnson switching off just draining threes. 
Agreed. So, so you think top three team talent wise, where do we actually yeah. finish? I think we're going to be a fifth seed. Fifth seed. I, I'm I'm with you there. I'll, I'll be a little more cautious and I'll say we'll be a six seed. You but think so? Who finishes think, above us? Who's above us? I think you got the Lakers, the Clippers. Uh, I think the Warriors are actually going to make a push. They look pretty good. Dude, that, that comeback uh, last night was pretty good. Yeah. Hard. I'm not going to lie. It, it was pretty nice. Um, and then I think Denver is always going to turn it around, even though we kind of dominate them. Um, so I, I just think we'll be a dangerous six seed, but I think six seed should be cautious. I wouldn't be surprised if we got a lot higher than that, but that's where I'm going to stick. What's, our, what's your range? Hit me with the range then if six is cautious. What's our what's oh, our peak? Our peak is three seed. I'm with you there. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Also, hey, right. sh- hey playoff P sucks. Soft. Don't ever stick up for playoff P again. At what you know bit. who. At you know who. All right, let's move on now <laughs> to the <laughs> – to the other team we got uh, playing currently are Arizona Coyotes. Early on in the season, way earlier than even the NBA is at right now. So the Coyotes currently sit at 1-1-1 one, one, and one with three points. Uh, they look a little bit different than they did last year when they had that little playoff bubble. Um, they had a rough loss last night. They were winning, and they kind of – they did what the Coyotes always do and, like, you know, blow a late lead, which is disappointing. But uh, let's start with last year's playoff performance. Even though we, we beat oh. Nashville. Don't take me back, Alec. Don't take me I back. I, we got I absolutely – there was a genocide of the Arizona Coyotes by the Colorado Avalanche. That team was too good, though. I, I, but I'm even with that, that the bad loss at the end, how important do you think it is to have that playoff experience with this team going into this year? Huge. Cannot be understated how massive. Also, I think cannot be understated enough, Taylor Hall – not on the team anymore. Losing player, losing player, selfish player. He does not fit with what the Arizona Coyotes are doing. Chaka's bullshit last attempt to ride off into the sunset doing God knows what was just idiotic. And then he cost the Coyotes a draft pick. I'm glad we're on up Armstrong because Armstrong's a dude. Yep. Here's the problem with Taylor Hall. I loved the signing. When Chaka did it, I thought that it was the most genius move. I mean, he pulled that player midseason. We're going to make a run at the cup. It's unbelievable. I mean, that, that kind of talent just doesn't roll through Arizona all that often. Um, so I thought it was going to be great. But then, you know, we got Hall at a point where we were, you know, top in the West. We were first in the Pacific Division. And then afterwards, we had to barely make the playoffs as a wild card team as a plan because the season got canceled at the very end. And, and, granted, and granted, though, Darcy Kemper did get hurt. I'll give him that. That, that. that that also did not help. But but the but I the entire it, scheme of the team was shifted by Taylor Hall. Do you agree? Absolutely. We we are a uh, we are going to grind the boards. We're we're the Coyotes. We scavenge. We're not this pretty. You know, do all these nice swift move passes, Sidney Crosby style rippers. We got to grind, take the boards, and get some dirty rebound goals in front of the net. Absolutely. The tough, gritty squad is back, though. I, I will say, from last, let's just switch it to this year, because last year was too upsetting, to be honest. It, I cried. I'm, yeah. <laughs> and so, moving to this year, Bill Armstrong, love what he did with the free jack decisions. Derek Broussard, immediate impact so far. Tough, gritty, underdog squad is back. Broussard got a game on goal immediately. Dude, he just he impacts the game like no other. And even, listen, I know we blew the game last night. Like, three goals in the third period, not hot. But I think this Vegas night series so early, 
and we only, we only had to play them one more time after this four-game streak right here, I think this is low-key going to give us a massive – like win or lose, we're gonna have we're gonna have to fight this in these next four games so hard. I think it it's gonna be only momentum going forward, no matter how these four games going. So, yeah, I don't know. What do you think about that? I know you were upset about that blown game last night. Yeah, I, I was upset just because it's it's a story I've seen before too many times where we are playing much better than them. The game was actually not even on Fox Sports; it was on NBC Sports Network. So, of course, national the, uh, TV, now- bro. National TV, but the announcers were having a hard time, you know, remembering who our players were that we even. <laughs> so, uh, but that even doesn't affect us, credit. though. That doesn't no, affect but, us because we're the. No, but we, we don't care. They were giving us credit, though. They were saying, you know, the Coyotes were actually outplaying the Vegas Knights for those first two periods. It, it wasn't even like we got some lucky BS goals. We were killing them. And then we sit back, we get a lead, and then we sit back. We take a step back instead of keeping the pressure on, and we just hope that Kemper bails us out. And Last night, Kemper did a great job. Those uh, last two goals were pretty unfortunate. Um, you know, especially that last one to go ahead. It hit off the dude's back and went in. It was going to be a shot wide by about five feet. Um, and those, those are tough to deal with. But especially against a good team like the Knights, I thought we fought. We just need to kind of learn to close those games out if we're going to get those important wins and be a better franchise. Absolutely agree. And in fact, hey, what's your take on Ekman Larson's injury, by the way? The uh, lower body injury that looks like he smacked his face into the sideboards. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what what the deal is. With that. I don't know either, dude. I, I saw that hit and I was like, "Wow, that looks like a dirty play." And then he cut, came up with his leg, and I was like, "I thought that was your face, bro. Like, what do you? What's going on here?" Yeah, it's gonna be tough. He's he's pretty good on defense. I know Ben isn't super high on him, but uh, I I think he's, he's important. It's because listen. It's because he's an offensive defenseman who was a defensive liability at times. Yeah. And that's tough. That's very tough. But also, hey, real quick, Coyotes playoffs, yes or no? Yes. Give me, give me your hot take for the Coyotes season. Give me a hot take. Hot, hot take with this, uh, this new style of play where there's no divisions anymore. It's the freaking, you know, you play everyone in the, we're the West now. You play everyone in the West like a million times. So I think that'll be interesting, this new, like, kind of playoff-style season that they have where we play multiple teams in back-to-back situations. Um, but, you know, I think this this gritty and grind style play we have is perfect, especially for this shortened season. Um, so I, I think we claw our way up there. and Not a, not a wild-card position. I think we're going to be in a top, top four position or top five position. I agree. Also, my hot take for the Coyote season, Phil Kessel, revenge tour, 30-plus goal season. Thirty plus goal season. Mark it down. Mark it down. That would be huge because he only had fourteen goals all of last season. He had that hat trick in the second game. He was hurt. He, he was hurt. He looked like a different player for sure. He's he, oh my god. Three games in, Phil Kessel revenge tour. Thirty goal season, baby. Love it. And then uh, let's do let's do one last thing before we move on. I know we're running a little bit long here, uh, but I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the fact uh, that your twin brother Clayton Keller out there. He has gone to the role of a facilitator, and I must say, I love it. I think he is so important for that team. I, I agree, dude. I think, well, simply because his contract is so fat, if he doesn't figure it out, like, I don't know. But, yeah, dude, Clayton Keller, Connor Garland might be the best player on the freaking team, dude. Phil Kessel, Schmaltzy doing well, Derek Brassard, 
Dude, Tyler Pidlick with a goal last night. Nothing but good looks sure. from the boys. Nothing yep. but good looks from the boys. And you got Stonewall, Darcy Kemper back there. I like I like the uh, process. Brick wall. The dude, he's a brick wall back there, dude. Everything's a tennis ball bouncing right off. Speaking of balls that bounce, the Arizona Diamondbacks, their spring training is uh, fast approaching, actually. Uh, no idea how they're going to do that, if they're going to be playing in an isolated bubble, if they're going to have fans, whatever. But uh, as we approach the Diamondback season, I don't see a lot of optimism personally from myself and from a lot of the other Arizona fans. So are we in for a long season as a Diamondback? Uh, well, I, but I did see that we uh, got a new, new D-backs left-handed pitcher, Ryan Buckter. He's a lefty specialist. He'll be there with uh, Burgeon and Young. Hopefully they can step up uh, as lefty specialists, do something for the bullpen back there. But, yeah, I don't know. This could be uh, it's gonna be a hell of a season, bro. I don't know. It's going to be tough. So you mentioned the bullpen guys we got. Uh, our starting rotation, I mean, who's our number one guy? Because we signed uh, Mad Bum thinking that that was going to be this great uh, sign. This guy can't throw above 88 miles an hour. He, he's only, better off hey. on his road of career than Mason Saunders in it. Hey, hey, Mad Bum Revenge Tour. Let's give it's theme of this podcast. Revenge Seasons, baby. I don't truthfully know. I don't know what's going on. Caleb Smith will be nice to see what he does there. Uh, Luke Weaver also. I don't know. You know, it's – but Kettle Marte. Give me some kettle corn, dude. Lock me in. It's going to be an exciting thing. What do you think, Alan? Kettle, kettle corn makes that bat pop. I love Kettle Marte. Uh, I think that he's someone you can build around. I hope we do. I just, I, you know, you know me. I, I'm not a big Mike Hazen guy. I don't know if he's our uh, our answer to build a team moving forward. We, he's had it for a few years. You know, early on, you could make the argument that he was taking over a shitty situation. It wasn't his guys. You know, blah, blah, blah. He did the best what he had. But as we've gotten a few years deeper, what what grade on a scale from F to A? Oh my you- God, dude! I I don't give me a grade. Listen, as reigning fantasy baseball champion, congrats by the see- way on that. Hey, thank you, thank you. I pat myself on the back every day. I wake up, I have it written on my mirror as affirmations for how good of a man that I am. But anyways, listen, you cannot just sit there as a GM and see the Padres make all these moves. The Dodgers do what they did. It just they've done we've done nothing. We've done nothing. And then they want to talk to us about hey, we're a small market team. You know, we gotta keep the money on the field. You got what's his name? The president complaining about how the stadium sucks. Listen, bro, why don't you put some fans in the freaking stands? Give me something I wanna watch. Give me something exciting. I don't know, dude. I see Padres. And Dodgers is easily 1A, 1B. I see, Ky- I see D-backs. Uh, dude, I don't, there's nothing really to say yeah, there. Dude, dude, I don't know. I, I think, we, I think we're going to finish last in the division. I mean. Really? I want to be wrong, but I just. Uh, this team you think that we're worse than the Giants? You think we're worse than the Giants? I suppose it's an odd year, so probably not. You the think that. <laughs> reasons, but I, you think we're worse than the Rockies, bro? I think we're worse than the Rockies. I think we might be a little bit better than the Giants, but I, I, I don't see this team going very far. Again, they could. I hope they prove me wrong. I hope I'm wrong. As an avid DVAC supporter, I hope that uh, by the time the season rolls around, we can get some fans in the stands. 
I'm still going to go no matter how shit we are because I got to get my value Michelob Ultra beers every 2.5 innings. My girl Irene, oh, really? shout out. You know, she she's the real victim of all this. I, she hasn't gotten to work at her stadium job for quite some time. But I, I, I'm always going to be an Arizona Diamondbacks fan. I'll always go to the stadium. I wish more people would go. I understand why they don't with the uh, shitty, shitty prospects we put out there. Um, and I don't think we'll be able to compete with the Dodgers or Padres. There's no chance we make the playoff this year. I, I will say, uh, though, I will say this isn't really like a uh, – this isn't like a factual point. But I will say – and Ben made this point in the group me. So shout out to Ben for just killing the game all the time, bro. Ari Gold, very finest, helped produce this fine podcast. Yeah, our, our when the deep when the D backs are counting out the most is when we have the best seasons. And so us clearly counting out the D backs is a legit contender makes me think wild card spot. Makes me think. Let's hope you're right. I mean, that's a fair point. They, they I, do it, seem to perform under uh, no pretenses, and then when they're expected to do stuff, they don't do anything. And so. I think I do think though rotation. I think starting rotation turns it around. I think Luke Weaver, Caleb Smith, Mad Bum, and then our four or five guys who I'm blanking on right now are going to turn it up. I think Mad Bum has a completely different year, revenge season. Like I said, I think Luke Weaver, Caleb Smith turn into studs. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we we will we will definitely see. I will always. Uh, miss Paul Goldschmidt. Shout out to Ben for dude. Him and JD, bro. Why? And t- dude, I don't know why everyone disagrees with us. The only reason we traded Paul Goldschmidt is because they told us that he was going to sign like a forty million dollar year contract, and yeah. that the it was five for one twenty. Nothing. He didn't even pay him anything, bro. Yeah, we could have afforded that. That was bullshit. Uh, I, I have his picture. His picture that Ben printed out from Vistaprint. Uh, you know that he gave me for Christmas. I, I cry and hold it every night in bed, and I just I miss him so much. So, Paul, if you ever end up hearing this, just know that Arizona loves you and miss. We you. love you, Goldie. You want the Brophy? If they ask you, you want the yeah. Brophy. Brophy alum. All right. Speaking of Brophy uh, or Arizona alums, let's move on to the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Last oh, but not least, I, oh, I know we have a few things to say about oh, this. God. Sa- oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Yeah, that that was a they, that was a complete collapse. The expectations were there, the talent was there. This was supposed to be one last ride for Larry Fitz to get him that you know that playoff spot to maybe make a run at the Super Bowl. You know who knows? I'm not saying we had to go to the Super Bowl. It wasn't Super Bowl or bust, but it was definitely no, you got to make the play. But, but when you're six and two, bro, it's definitely playoffs, or your coach should be freaking fired, bro. Yeah, so let's let's get right into it. Cliff Kingsbury is an awful coach. He is not good. He has never been good. And never. I don't know why he gets these chances. I've never been, you know, a big believer in in privileged status getting you things, and yet he's proof that maybe hey. just looking some really hot dude that went to Arcadia is enough to get a freaking job somewhere. <laughs> why he has a head coaching job, I have no idea. He sucked at Texas Tech. He has- sucked. He had some of the best quarterbacks go through there, and he couldn't even have a winning freaking record at Texas Tech. And then we take a chance on him. His air raid offense that was going to change the game. Well, apparently air raid means throw the ball like three-yard outs, run Kenyon Drake up the middle for no gain, and then punt it away and just lose away the season. So I, I think a lot of people are going to want to keep Cliff on, give him Who another sucks. chance. Fire Cliff. Let me hop in here. Fire, Fire Cliff. Cliff. Cliff Kingsbury. 
got cut, dude, put in a blender by Gary Patterson for four years. Listen, Gary Patterson is a great college coach, okay? He is a legend of TCU, Fort Worth, Dallas area. Rollsville victories, Andy Dalton, LaDainian Thomason. Gary Patterson is not an NFL coach. Listen, if you're going to be an NFL coach, you actually have to know what you're doing when there's two minutes left in the game. You can't throw out Zan Gonzalez to kick a 42-yard field goal when Zan Gonzalez, everybody knows, he cannot kick a 42-yard field goal. Now, listen, is that the right decision? 99% of the time, yes. When it's Zan Gonzalez, the answer is 100% wrong decision. And also, Alec, I want to know what you think of this. Our next two, our easiest teams last or next year are Detroit Lions, Carolina Panthers. Matt Rule puts Cliff in a blunder. He's been doing it since Baylor. And that, who knows who, two losses next year. Do you see those as wins going into this season? The Panthers and Lions? Yeah. Uh, you know, we should, every year we get to play the Lions, I think, oh, that's an auto win. Check that off the book. And yet we have struggled with them mightily. They fired their coach mid-season because they were so bad. And yet, Matt Patricia, you know, the it, worst coach in the NFL last year. He outcoached Cliff Kingsbury. He absolutely outcoached Cliff Kingsbury. Um, and I, I would like to mark those off as wins. I, I still want to stay positive about this team because I think the pieces are there. Uh, if Cliff, you know, turns it around, he has some sort of, you know, heart-to-heart with himself that he realizes that he can't coach in the fourth quarter and he gets himself an OC that can call the plays for him in the fourth, then, you know, maybe we do better and I think we could win those games. Those are very winnable games we should win, but I can never give that as a sure thing. Alec, Alec, let me propose to you a little proposition. We're going to propose a proposition here. Propose a proposition. All right. <laughs> a or B? A, Cliff Kingsbury and Kyla Murray. B, Eric Bieniemy and Deshaun Watson. Who would you rather have going into next year? Well, knowing that we are Kyla Murray homers, we think he's a god of a quarterback, and Cliff doesn't know what the frick he's doing. A or B? That, that's interesting, man. You're absolutely right. I, I'm a Kyler homer. I think he is the future of this franchise. I was so so about drafting him and getting rid of that trash Josh Rosen. Rosen has chosen to sit on the fucking bench. Uh, but, but you know, to see Kyler wasted under Cliff's offense, man, and to know how prolific Deshaun Watson is. If it was just Deshaun Watson for Kyler Murray straight up, I'm not doing that trade. Uh, I'm sticking You're with You're not Kyler. doing it. You're not doing it. But if, No, but if you give me Eric Bieniemy as our head coach instead of Cliff with Deshaun, I might have to take that option. Okay. I respect that. What if it's just you just because listen, dude, that fourth and one play with Chad with the backup quarterback of the Chiefs to clinch to clinch the road to the super, the championship game there. Fourth and one calls. Best call I've ever seen in my entire life. Ballsy as fuck. Tony Romo Tony Romo's on TV. Tony Romo just calls plays for a living. He's like, yo, this is a jet bubble screen. Check these three safeties, dude. That's you know, we're definitely gonna do a uh, trips right here, and they're gonna throw the slot to the left. He just got the play call wrong, dude. Completely. I've never seen anything like that before. No, that that is that is coaching at its finest. So uh, you know, I know everyone pretty much knows our opinions at this point on Cliff Kingsbury. If you haven't been paying attention in the group meet, dog shit. Just dog, dog shit. Dude. Terrible coach. But also, but also, I want. I just want to put this in here. I know that you might differ the me on this opinion. I know we're running a little long, but I hope Cliff figures it out because Kyler Murray is a legitimate MVP candidate. 
And DeAndre Hopkins is legitimately the best receiver in the NFL, and Cliff Kingsbury is making them both look average. I agree. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's a caveat with any time we're talking about Arizona sports. When I'm dogging on our guys, I hope I'm wrong. I don't want to be right. I hope Cliff, you know, gives a big fuck you to Cuse and Hans and says, you know what? Watch me go fucking coach the shit out of the season. And I, hope, the I, hope he, I hope he fucking double middle fingers me while he walks out and he says, hey. That kid called her fucking Syracuse. That kid is dog shit. And you know what I do? I clap. I'd be like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Let's go. La- I, last, hey. last topic real quick on this. Uh, right. We're actually running out of good time. I think we've spent a good amount of time on each of the topics. Not running too, too long. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald. There's been no talk, no official announcement. His last game, he had to he had to sit out. He didn't even get to play in it. And his the final. He's coming back, dude. Title. He's coming back. He's nope. coming hey, back. I'm gonna cut you off. He's coming back. 100, 100. percent You want to know why? Because we fucking need him there. We need That's him. That's why. We need him. We need him. Hey, real quick, playoff picture, dude. Bills, Chiefs. Who you got? I got the Chiefs. Uh, oh my! What? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Sorry, dude. I love the Bills. Just, the, the Chiefs are just too good. Oh my God! And then who you got? Bucks. Packers. I got Packers. I think that uh, that early season uh, Bucks beating of them is a fluke, and that they're going to have to go up to Lambeau, and Aaron Rodgers is going to tear them apart. Who takes it home? Who takes it home? What? They're too good. Oh my. God, dude, buy into the hype more, bro. I'm Bills Mafia. You know, dude, Mafia. no way, dude. I'll... No, dude, you're not Bills Mafia if you're going cheese, bro. Dude, card rescinded, sir. Card rescinded. First, first of all, Bills Packers. That's what it's gonna be, and then it's gonna be a coin flip from there because uh, you know Aaron Rodgers, Pat McAfee, Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays. Everybody should be watching that shit. It's next level. Also, Buddha Baker was on the show today. Absolute fire. Guy, I understand why they call him Buddha because he's a humble, nice guy, and yet he murders people on the field. He uh, he's a quiet, soft-spoken guy, and he's like five nine, five ten, one hundred ninety pounds. He murders people on the field. Uh, Also, real quick, hey, we cannot let the podcast end without Alec Hans's thoughts on Rich Rodriguez. Returning to Rich Rodriguez returning to coaching at a at a abysmal school. He deserves so much better than that. But he's going to be reunited with his uh, son, who has been a backup at U of A for quite some time as a quarterback. Uh, I don't know if he's going to get starting or playing time. I have no idea what the situation is down there. That I think they had zero wins this year. Um, but the fact that Rich Rod didn't go exactly to a high power I'd like to see him at, I still think he's going to do you know, his thing with those programs because he just – he takes people that aren't top-tier recruits and he makes – and just wins. So, excited about it. We'll see. Absolutely. I think it's – I think – I believe the school is Louisiana Correct. Monroe and he's going to be the offensive coordinator, I yeah. believe. And I think they had 10 losses yeah, last 10. year. Yeah. Whatever that – whatever that win total is next year, I'm, I'm hitting the over on it because Rich Rod – is gonna do big right. things there. He's gonna return to coaching in a big, big way. I'm excited about. It. Also, quick thoughts: Sark to the UT. What do you think about that? <laughs> Sark to UT, man. That guy can get a job anywhere, despite the fact that he'll never get more than seven wins in a season. So, 
He can't drink my Canadian miss, that's for sure. They don't go on a battle for Also, another coach, Gary Patterson, will be putting in a blunder all oh. year long. Go Gary Patterson will, Shout out to my- he'll, uh, he'll be including him in his next song about how he just dominates him every year. So. Dude, hey, low-key, though, those songs are pretty yeah. fucking bangers. Those are, those are like, like – you definitely bop to those, and I know bop and banger is a different word, but I feel like it applies. Is this a bop? Well, you know, I think we've hit a good good time mark for this demo for the uh, the people to experience what we're all about. Uh, I'm sure that this has not been perfect by any means, but I hope we did a decent job and gave you guys enough stuff to listen and think about, get angry about, agree with, disagree with, cry, laugh, cheer, whatever you're feeling. And uh, just a special shout out to uh, AMAC for putting us up to this, and especially Ben, who's the uh, original producer uh shout out to canadian mist for always providing a good spark and a good time and uh, the unofficial, the unofficial official sponsor the unofficial the worst don't worry so uh but also hey let me just real quick here shout out to bender dude hey get, figure it out yeah. get better dude pump that vitamin d that vitamin c take a big nap get better son and also if I don't see someone tearing me apart in the group me messages after this podcast, I know you won't have listened to it. So, you know what? Figure it out. I want to get ripped. Humble me, baby. Humble me. Because this fantasy baseball champion has been riding a high for too long, baby. Too hot. Perfect, man. I think, uh, I think that's going to be a wrap for us. Hope you guys enjoy it. And hope you guys have a great weekend. Uh, Alec, hey, you're the man, dude. You're Later, baby kid.